the pros and cons of casting a wide net in your career search, your career transition, or even searching for your promotion or your next opportunity within your organization. Now, I know that many people understand that having a focused or strategic lens um, when they're looking for their job or when they're explaining what they want to do next in their career, why that might be a great route. And I think a lot of people start off like this. Hey, I'm looking to be a HR director and to manage a team, or I want to lead people my next opportunity, or, you know, I really want to work on the things that give me joy or give me energy. And those are these three things. I think most people intuitively understand that. But I think somewhere along the way, and this was illustrated last week, and I shared this in one of my previous posts when I was coaching someone, um, and specifically, this individual started to apply to hundreds. I mean, she, I think she said something like 500 or more jobs she has applied to in the last year. And while that might sound crazy, I know a lot of people do that, especially when you start to, unfortunately, and I don't know if this was her case, but if, you know, some people we we started to get desperate. I mean, I was when I transitioned my career, there was a point in time too where I started to really cast a wide net because I got rocked a little bit because I someone told me that I couldn't do it, and this is what happened in this particular case. This woman um, was seeking it, you know, advice from people on the internet, or you know, they say, hey, because you don't have X, you can't do this, and. It just was the furthest from the from the truth, and so one of the pros, right? We think when we when we are like, okay, well, I'm not getting what I need, I'm not getting interviews, I'm not getting bites. I need to apply to more. So the more I apply to, the more I increase my probability or the chances that somebody is going to reach out to me. And um, typically, and I would love to hear someone who has experience different, but anecdotally, from what I've seen, that's furthest from the truth. When you apply to cold leads or cold jobs, meaning you have no one in the organization, you know nothing about, you have no connections, no referral, you know, um, literally you know no one and you're just applying to the role. I remember when I was applying, I think I got like a callback from 10% and I didn't get to 10% of the, the places that I applied to and I don't even think I got to any final rounds for any of those places. So there's some math for you. <laughs> and when I was talking to this individual last week, it gave me flashbacks. I'm like, same thing with her. She applied to 500 plus, but she only got like a handful of interviews. So there's something there in that data point. And again, if there's somebody out there that is finding that they're having a success rate of even 40% when you're applying, cold applying to jobs, I would love to hear about it. So, so we think that's a pro. We think that that will be something that will help us. And I think, while intuitively I get that, when you think, okay, I'm gonna cast this huge net across the entire ocean and see what I can reel in, it's just not happening for people. And honestly, to take that, you know, that metaphor, you know, further. Think about when you cast such a, if you cast a, and this is dramatic, right? But if you cast a wide net across an entire ocean, 
You're going to get some junk. You're going to get some trash. You're going to get some big fish that you don't want. You're going to get some little fish that are meaningless. It is not what you intended to get. But if you this, if you are focused and you know that you are, you're really looking for some pearls, right? You're looking for pearls and you know you can find those pearls in a specific area uh, of the ocean down by the coral reef area, right? Where it's big enough. It's not too small of an area. It's not too big. Um, you'll get those pearls, right? You'll grab those pearls. So some of the cons, or sorry, some of the pros of, um, of, of being more focused, right? Or cons of being, you know, in a wide net is that, you know, the more, when you, if you're able to be more focused, there's a couple of things that start to happen. One, you are making sure that you are targeting people that one are in your realm of possibility and two that if you actually get the role you're gonna be excited about it right because imagine if you if you're applying for because i'm an hr right if you're applying for an hr journalist role but then if i'm also applying for like a talent management role or a compensation role and these again are they're in hr but they're very different that means my mind, my resources, my resume likely, um, how I'm talking about myself. I have to think about myself in three different ways if I'm doing it right, right? When I'm talking to a compensation leader, I need to pull out examples and things that are in the compensation world. If I am an HR, if I'm looking for an HR generalist role, I'm going to want to highlight things that are more in the generalist world and so on and so forth. And so I'm wearing three different hats. And so imagine if you're applying to a multitude of roles, different roles, titles, levels, then again, you are doing what? You're doing yourself, you're doing yourself a disservice because you are not focused enough. And also, Although I do disagree sometimes with this logic, it is a little old school, but also there is some level of truth to it. If you, you know, say, hey, I'm going to apply for so many different titles, so many different levels. When you start to talk to people and you say, hey, I'm open to everything or I'm open to anything or and, and while you may have experience in many different areas, and you may be very capable to do any of those roles, there is this perception that then comes about that people start to think they don't really know what they want. And I have gotten this feedback before where I've shared like, hey, I'm open to X, Y, or Z, or I'm open to many things. I'm not 100% sure. So while I think, again, I disagree that we, people should be judged by that. Um, I also can understand the other side of it, right? Because if I was looking to hire someone for, you know, my organization or my company, and I'm looking for someone that has a specific skill set, and they say I'm open to anything, but then I have a, another person that says something like, you know, hey, like I'm really interested in X, Y, and Z because this is what I'm interested in. It also is what gets me excited. You know, I have to really think, you know, weigh their skills and everything. And if I'm a good leader, I'll do that. But a lot of people will default to the individual that feels a bit more focused and that they're aligned with those areas. So right or wrong, this is what happens and these are how leaders are thinking. 
So you want to make sure that you don't get perceived that way. And so while you, again, you might be open, it may be good to really think about your top areas that you're most interested in and articulate that and use that in your job search. So I kind of mentioned this, but people start to get this way or go down this route of casting a wide net because at some point they either got some terrible feedback or they are not getting their res you know getting bites to the resume or they're not getting to the final stages and they're just trying to increase their chances but it's not always the way to go and so to counter that the best thing to do for yourself is i have i have three things for you all which is one anchor yourself anchor yourself anchor yourself to your skills your top skills that are going to shine through no matter what you talk about your top areas that you um have succeeded in and then also your non-negotiables these things are your roadmap to the areas and the roles that are going to make the most sense for you the ones that are going to probably be the most lucrative for you because you're going to your skills are going to shine in those areas and the place that's probably going to hire you more than likely hire you right because they're going to see and value the skill set that you bring to the table what when you focus on your specific skills and highlight those so i shared in the previous video as an example you know if you're a person that has you know seven years of international hr background or hr experience you want to find companies that value your international experience or for me when i transition um, looking for companies that value things in my background. So like my business background, uh, which is what the company had really valued when I came on board or could have really focused on retail organizations because I had previously been a retail manager. Uh, there's so many things that you can do to really highlight your, your assets and also highlight the things that you are interested in. Like for me, it was all about teaching and training and coaching. And so I, I articulated those things and then people could see my face light up when I talked about it. And those are the companies that you really want to attract for yourself. And then also the non-negotiables. Now the non-negotiables are, <laughs> you know, type of shift that you're willing to work. Um, pay that you're willing to take, companies you're willing to work for with their with the certain values, like know your non-negotiables and the more you know those, the more strategic you'll be about your actual applications because what's the point of me applying for a role in a manufacturing company that manufactures steel when I know there's going to be no opportunities for me to teach or train in certain capacities. And this is not something that I'm excited about, right? I could do the job. I could, I could totally do the job. But for me personally, because it's not connected to anything that excites me or anything that I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to get growth in, you know, just using it as an example, because I think you can get, you can get, um, you can get great skills from anything, right? And I'm, I'm usually open to almost anything, like I said, myself, but why focus on that when I'm probably more interested in something, you know, in that particular case, like in that in retail or in beauty or in something that, again, uses my business background and talks more about processes and process improvement. And I wouldn't really get that opportunity. Like, why not focus on areas where I'm going to get the most excited?
And the last thing I would say is just to leverage either your community, finding people, resources, places, um, so professional networks, volunteer services, um, you know, mentors that might be helpful, even though cautionary tale mentors, definitely check out my previous videos on mentors. Um, mentors are great, but sometimes mentors are really focused on their previous experience. Um, so you have to be careful with, with uh, mentors and make sure you get the right mentor for you. But you know, focus on having a community around you that helps lift you up, that keeps re-energizing you. Like for me, I have a HR mastermind community that I work with monthly. Um, I even, since I have landed my role five years ago in HR, when I transitioned, I have stayed part of that community and now I pour myself into the community and I help others transition. Um, so do that, but also consider this and I say this yes as a career coach so you know take it with a grain of salt but consider a career coach it doesn't have to not saying this for me but whatever you are doing in life um, at some point especially I think once you get to your seven plus years of career experience you should really start to think about career coaching when we want to work on our fitness and get more serious and um, learn new moves and new techniques and be rigorous and have a plan or a program, we go to fitness trainers, right? I know I've done it. I've gone to nutritionists before. Um, when we want to work on our finances, right? We seek out resources on our finances and uh, you might get credit help or you might get support from a, a finance person, accountant, all these things. And at some point, if you are looking to invest in your career differently, especially if you're taking on bigger roles or if you are looking to transition or you're just looking for your next opportunity and getting a career coach is very, very helpful. So I would definitely consider um, at some point to invest in that. Um, you can even have your companies help you invest in career coaching. It's how I got career coaching and it was literally the best thing my company could have done for me because it helped me get to where I am today, which was from the time I got a career coach to afterwards was promoted three times. So, and I know it is certainly partly because of the career coach that, that I had. She helped me become more confident. She helped me become strategic about what I was doing. Um, and also to actually have practical tools to manage through. So, to sum it all up, there are, there's basically like one pro, <laughs> just one pro to uh, casting a wide net. But when it comes down to it, um, having a strategic focus on your career search is going to be the most beneficial for you. I promise you. It's what I teach my clients. It's what I see day in and day out when I'm helping individuals transition in all types of communities, especially in the HR, to HR community. Um, so don't get sucked in and don't get discouraged. Uh, sometimes it takes a little time, but it, but it's going to be worth it because once you get strategic and you find what you're looking for, when you go in the right realms of what you're looking for, I promise you'll find that pearl. I promise you, you will. And you're going to be like, I'm glad I waited. And it's going to, all the stars are going to align and it's going to feel great because everything happens as it, as it needs to and as it should on the right timing. Now, share this 
or like this. If you are a fan of being strategic in your job search or you want to help others in your community to be strategic as well so that they land jobs that keep them balanced and energized. Until next time, I'll see you later. Bye.